Amen. And thank you for that praise team uh, taking us to the throne of grace and mercy. Take your Bibles and turn with me to Matthew chapter 22. Then you may want to turn there, you don't have to, but in John's Gospel, chapter 3, we're going to be looking at two different passages this morning, and I want to talk with you about a love relationship, a love relationship. Do you realize, and I know you do, that God loves you? God loves you more than you could ever know, and more than you really could ever realize. God loves you with an everlasting love, and a penetrating love that goes deeper than our sin. God loves you immeasurably, immensely. And we can't totally fathom, we can't totally understand what that means. But God loves us. Now, before I really get into this, I want to recognize, is that Mr. James Hinton sitting back there? We welcome you back, sir, and uh, glad you're doing well enough to be with us today from all that you've gone through. We have some friends, some, some more friends that are here. Uh, Richard and Cindy Aliff are here. Jackie and Chris um, are back with us. We have another couple that is wandering that have been with us several, and that's Greg and Yvonne English. And um, they'll be back. They just uh, are taking a few days off, vacation time. But it's good to be in the house of the Lord together with you. In honor of God's Word, would you stand with me for the reading of God's Word? Matthew chapter 22, we're going to look at verses 37 and 38. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. Now, John's Gospel, chapter 3, verse 16, is a most familiar verse to every one of us. I don't believe there's a person in the world that probably has not heard it, read, or knows it by memory. Join with me in saying John three sixteen, For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Father, we thank you for these words. We pray, our Father, that you will make them indelible upon our hearts and minds. Lord, that we may understand what they mean to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. I want to be sharing with you uh, in the next uh, little while about church membership. Is church membership important? Do I need to be a member of the church? Do I, what, what difference does it make if I'm a member or not? And uh, uh, what are the benefits of church membership? Well, one of those benefits is just the fact that God loves us. And if God loves us, then why should we not be a part of what he has established and created and made? And so all of that stands to just bring complete understanding and helping us to understand what church membership is all about and why it should be so important to us. John says it very well when he says, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only begotten Son, meaning there's no other one like Him. There's never been another one like Him. There will never be another one like Him. God loved the world so much, this world that He created. You and I, He loved so much that he gave Jesus Christ to those who would believe in him. Now that word believe means to trust. And that trust is not just a mental, intellectual acknowledgement of who he is, but it is also emotional. It is also uh, practical from the heart and from the mind together. And uh, someone has said that it's about six, they are about six inches apart, the mind and the heart. Well, I don't know what the distance is between them, but believe and the heart, mind and heart go together when it comes to understanding and loving God. God wants us to love Him. God wants us to love Him so much so that with all of our being, we love Him and trust in Him enough so that we are a part of and become a part of His whole world and what He has established. Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. That means with all of our being we understand and undertake to love God. God is pursuing a love relationship with us. God goes through so much 
that He wants to love every person in the world and He wants every person to love Him back. He cares so deeply for us and He desires that love. He initiates that love relationship. Jesus has gone out of His way to love you and me. And so far out of His way that He went to the cross and hung suspended between heaven and earth to die on the cross for you and me to pay our sin debt. You and I have sinned against God. That means we have done wrong. We've disobeyed God. We know what it's like when we have our children to disobey us. We know what it's like to try and train up our children in the way, as the Bible says, the way they should go. So that when they get old, they will not depart from that way, or at least from our understanding, they will come back to that right way. But Jesus did so much more than we do. When our children disobey us, discipline them to try and get them and keep them on the right track and in the right way. We do it because we love them. We do it because... We care about them. We care about their growing up and their living right and or wrong. We don't want them to be wrong. We don't want them to live wrong and break the law and get in deeper trouble, sometimes more so than we can get them out of and or help them through. Jesus wants us to love Him God wants us to love Him. So He gave us the best that He had. He gave us all that He had in pursuing that love relationship with us. And Matthew here reveals what we must do in return. Love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, with all of our being with everything we have, all that we are, or everything that we could become. How would you describe your relationship with God? Today, right now, where you're sitting, as you are sitting here, how would you describe your relationship with God? Would you sincerely say that, God, I love you with all my heart, all my soul, and all my mind? With all that I am, God, I love you. Could you sincerely say that? The cross is that evidence for you and I that tells us without question that God loves us. When we are dating and going together 
as husband and wife or as, as wanting to find a husband or wife. We want to spend time with that person that we choose and believe that God is leading us to. We want to spend time with them. And one of the ways that they know that we love them and, and care about them is that we want to be with them. I know you girls don't know what I'm talking about. You haven't found that one just yet. Because I, I haven't seen a ring. They haven't checked your fingers out. To okay, that's all right. But hang on. You'll get there. He'll get, he'll find you. I'm surprised he hadn't found you yet. But we want to spend time with them. But not only that, when that person, that, that, that right woman, that right man comes along, he'll give you something that usually sparkle that says I love you I love you this much and and if he's sincere like I was when we got engaged I I did the best I could I couldn't do a whole lot but I did the best I could went to the jewelers and I got the cheapest ring I could find no. In truth, I got the one that I could afford. Now, to really dazzle it up, it was at Christmas time. Y'all will like this. You, you guys need to do this. I put that little box, that ring in a box, that little box, and I put it in a, a bigger box. Then I put it in a bigger box. Then I put it in a bigger box. Sooner, uh, you know, to make a long story short, I had a big box under the tree for her. That little, she didn't know what that little bitty ring was in that little bitty box. She had to tear through all of those boxes to get to that. And each one we just laughed at as she, well, what in the world? And, and then come down to that little box. She really thought I was cheap then. But really, she didn't when she saw the ring and put it on her finger. Oh, that was... I was a big man then in her eyes. That was a beauty. Well, God did that in His Son. In that he loved us so much that the best thing, the greatest thing to express that love from God was his son. The only one of his kind. There will never be another one of his kind. And then what the son did for us to express his love for us was a cross. And he laid down 
on a cross to express His love to you and me. Before that cross, He laid down His life by giving His life for suffering, beating, beating that left Him bloody and scarred and marred physically, mangled. And then He lay down on the cross for them to drive nails in His hands and feet. That's what God did for you and me in loving us. And then that's what Jesus did to show us He loved us that much. And then He died. His blood covered that cross that covers our sins and washes them away. To prove, to show us His love. Agape love. Love that is selfless. Self-giving. Self-sacrificing. It's how the Bible says, men, that we are to love our wives. It's how we are to love God in return. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. God is pursuing that love relationship with you and me, and He has done everything He can, everything, to prove that to you and me. Here are a few other passages that express that. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19 through 20, This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God. Listen to His voice, hold fast to Him, for the Lord is your life. John 14, 21, Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. Romans 8, 35, 37, and 39, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No! No, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through Him, Jesus, who loved us. Nothing, nothing is able to separate us from the love of God. That's in Christ Jesus, our Lord. 1 John 3.16 This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down His life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for Him, for our brothers, 
1 John 4, 9 and 10 and 19. This is how God showed His love to us, showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an own atoning sacrifice for our sins. We love Him because He first loved us. That love relationship with God the Father is the greatest single most important factor in all of life. In all of your life. In all of my life. And our relationship and love relationship with God should be that in return. Just as we love the woman we are married to or the man you're married to. And you show it by spending time with them, by giving them and exchanging gifts and all. Our love relationship with Him, we have to be properly related to Him. And part of that is becoming a part of who He is. There's nothing any higher, nothing any greater in life than to be loved by God. Could you be completely satisfied in life? To know that all the love you had was that love relationship with God? I remember my mom three times, three times she was married. Three times she had three died. Mom said, the second time was my dad. Her first husband died. She married my dad with seven kids. He gave her seven kids. Be careful. But she was my mom. She was my stepmom, but she was my mom because she loved me as mom. And she said, when dad died, to have been loved by two men in life was more than she could understand. She told me she was not going to get married again. I told her, mom, you don't know what what God's got planned for you. Six months later, she called me. She asked me, i got to talk to you. I went over, talked with her. And she said, will you perform the marriage ceremony of me and Marvin? That was the man that she had come to love after dad. I said, Mom, you told me you won't go get married again. I said, sure, I'll be glad to. So we did. But to be married, to be loved by three men in one lifetime, 
The Bible wants us to understand that God is saying to us, I want you to love me above everything else in your life. When you are in a love relationship with me, you have all you will ever need. George Beverly Shea was probably one of the greatest singers of our times. The songwriter that wrote this song said it better than than I could proclaim it any better. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be His than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or land. I'd rather be led by His nail-pierced hand than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. I'd rather have Jesus than worldly applause. I'd rather be faithful to His dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name. Sing it with me. Than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than world, than anything this world affords today. Is that the truth of your heart? Is that the truth of your relationship with this love-pursuing God? Oh, friends, when our relationship is what it should be with the Lord God, we'll be in right relationship with Him Sort of like Adam and Eve's relationship was in the garden. 
Jesus, God would come in the midst of the day, in the cool of the evening, the Bible says, he would come walking into the garden. Listen to him. As he comes walking into the garden in the cool of the evening, Adam and Eve are hiding. Adam and Eve had the run of the garden. Adam and Eve could do most anything there in the garden, and that's exactly what they did. They sinned. They took of the tree that was forbidden. And they were hiding. God comes walking in the midst of the afternoon, in the cool of the evening. Hear His call. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? We're here. Where? We're here. We were afraid. Why were you afraid? What have you done? What have you done? As if he didn't know. And they broke his heart. They broke his heart. They sinned. They did what he told them not to do. Where are you here? The love of God in that question. Where are you? When our relationship with the Lord God is out of fellowship, is broken, we're afraid. We break that relationship even more by not spending time with Him. We break that relationship with Him more by breaking His heart with love against Him. And we're not loving Him with all our heart, mind, and soul. When we're what? God wants us to be in right relationship with Him. We are a part of His family. Because He loves us. And we love Him. And we love Him because He first loved us. He showed us how to love. He taught us how to love. He taught us what love is. He showed us what love means. And we are a part of Him. We want to be a part of Him. We want to be where He is. We want to be a part of Him. And we want to be a part of what He has going on in the world.
the Bible tells us. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness and everything else will be added to you. When Wanda and I were dating and looking forward to getting married, I thought, there's my treasure. She's my treasure. What a treasure. I was thrilled. I was excited. I was enthused. But when I realized Jesus loved me even more than she did, oh, I was so excited. I was so thrilled. Beyond measure. I couldn't understand it. Love me? And the more that I come to understand that love, and the more that I come to believe and trust in that love, the more I want to love Him. The more I want Him to know I love Him. I can't out-love Him. You can't either. But we can love Him. And the more I want to be a part of Him. And I can do that by being a part of what is His. His kingdom. His church. His people. How about you? Father, Help us to know that you love us so much. If we were the only ones in the world, you would have died for us. You would have given to us your Son. And Jesus would have loved us enough to lay down his life for us. And you did that for the whole world. All of us. We can't thank you enough. We can't praise you enough. We can't worship you enough. We can't love you enough. 
But Lord, help us to love you enough that everything that is yours we place value on, especially church membership and our life and living for you. Oh God, help us to be a part of all that you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Have you ever trusted Him as your Lord and Savior today? If you never have today, the Bible says, let the day be the day. Today is the day and the appointed day for you to trust Him and to become a part of Him. If you are interested in becoming a part of Corinth Baptist Church, perhaps today is the day as well for you to... Come and ask that question and seek an answer. However God has spoken to you today, you come, even kneel at the altar, however God has spoken, you come today, standing as we sing together.